Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everybody all over the world, if you are looking to get your voice heard on the Midgard Musings podcast, you have the option to call in, leave a voicemail, and be featured on the podcast. So all you have to do is to whatever country that you're in, you need to dial one to reach the United States. Area code 615-671-983. Who is the hotline number just call in leave your voicemail there and i will review it and i would love to feature your message here on a future midgard musings podcast episode really excited to feature this opportunity on this platform so again that number is 615-671-9832 it is a local United States domestic number, so if you are outside of the country and you need to reach the U.S., dial 1 uh, for the U.S., 615-671-9832. Go ahead and call into the podcast. Leave your message there. I am looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you so very much for supporting what I do here on the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast on Midgard Musings. Hey, everybody. Do you guys enjoy what I do here on the podcast? And do you enjoy listening and watching to what I do on YouTube as well? Maybe you're trying to think of a way to help support these projects and and the content that I release. Well, I'm going to give you one idea to think about, and that is Patreon. I'm not sure if you realize it, but Midgard Musings is available to become a patron uh, to on Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash Midgard Musings, and you can help support what I do here on the podcast and across my other social media platforms for just as little as a dollar a month, if you so choose, right? So if everybody who's listening and watching what I do pledge just $1 a month, that would help tremendously. There are other tier levels of support that you can choose on Patreon. So head over to patreon.com slash Midgard Musings and see what fits you over there. As always, thank you so much for your support. Let's get back to the podcast. Hey, JC, this is Maria from New Zealand. Just wanted to say a big thank you for all the cool things you do with the podcast and the YouTube channel. And I really encourage people to support you in any way they can. Hail and be well. All right, everybody. Hail and welcome back to another episode of Random Heathen Ramblings with 
your host. My name is Jesse here on the Midgard Musings podcast. Broadcasted wherever you listen to your podcast on. So all my Spotify listeners, all my Google and Apple podcast listeners, and all of my wherever else you're listening uh, listeners, go ahead and uh, go ahead and check in with me, man. You know, send me an email, midgardmusingstn at gmail.com. Uh, go ahead and call the Midgard Musings hotline, 615 671 nine eight three two let me know where you're listening from and where you're streaming from and uh let us know what you think you can also send a voice message into the podcast like our good friend and supporter maria from new zealand now i do want to thank maria especially because um maria has been supporting not just the podcast, but has been a huge and longtime supporter of the channel, is also a um, top-tier chieftain-level. As we were, for, for Maria's sake, we'll call her chieftess, right? Top-tier-level patron on Patreon. Um, every month is, is, is been supporting the channel that way. She's also really awesome about... Um, you know, being engaged in the live streams and the live videos and the premieres and everything that goes on on the YouTube channel. Um, really kind words from Maria in New Zealand. And I want to thank you very much, Maria, for uh, sending in that voice message. And anybody else that wants to do it can do the same thing. Uh, easiest way that I know how for you to do it is to go to anchor, uh, anchor.fm slash Midgard Musings. You can also download the anchor app on your phone for free I, I think pretty much any other uh podcast streaming platform is going to give you the option to send a voice message but in case it's not there on your preferred streaming platform you can always go to anchor free on the google play and app store or from your web browser anchor.fm slash midgard musings send me a voice message you got a minute limit on that one there to send me a quick hi how are you like maria did but um either way however you want to reach out to the podcast and be featured here just like maria has been uh please feel free to do so it's always great to hear from my listeners and from my supporters and thank you so much maria for your support i appreciate the words of encouragement um and getting people to you know support what we do here um but more than anything the, the true thanks and appreciation goes out to each and every one of my listeners and viewers and subscribers and patrons and just everything. You know, you guys are awesome. Guys and gals, guys, gals, children, um, opossums even, uh, you know, aquatic life, um, insects and arachnids. Okay. The only thing that I'll exclude from the audience are like the mosquitoes and uh, anything that is uh, – generally new uh, a general nuisance to humanity mosquitoes are the probably one of the top worst those and ticks like deer ticks and dog ticks but deer ticks especially because deer ticks carry that uh vile disease known as lyme disease of which i am a survivor in a uh i experienced that in my in my very young teenage years and let me tell you something um in terms of a disease or in terms of contracting anything, Lyme disease is not fun. It is not 
the the bee's knees. It is not the uh, bananas pajamas or whatever. It 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 sucks. It just it flat out sucks. You know. So if as long as you're not a tick, or as long as you're not a mosquito out there listening, then uh, you're awesome. The rest of that, the mosquitoes and the ticks, you know, you guys can, uh, you know, they, they, they can die a, a horrible death. Matter of fact, that used to be one of my, um, I don't want to say hobbies, but if ever I found a tick on me, because again, I used to work and live in the outdoors quite often. I would be out there, you know, cutting wood or cutting, you know, brush lines from property lines, you know, cutting away all the, the undergrowth and the overgrowth and things like that, working on a farm for a decade. You know, you're out there with them, and they 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 tend to uh, they tend to make their th- themselves they, they they set up residence in places that you would rather them not, uh, i.e. anywhere on the human body. And uh, I would find one sometimes after being out there, you know, doing my chores and stuff, and I would uh, remove said critter from my body, and I would find new and creative ways to destroy it. Um, you know, I would. Uh, and, and it was like, you know, how 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 torturous can I be? And this was again, this is this is in no way to to try and reflect like that I would hurt wildlife, you know, it wasn't like that. I'm talking about ticks specifically. These things uh, are are disastrous, and I had a, and had a, a a specific hatred for them. So I'm like, let me pull this sucker out with the tweezers, and then let me let me uh, cover it in Vaseline and smother it, and then let me pluck its legs off, and then let me burn it with a with the end of a, t- uh, a, a a needle or safety pin or something, I was I was getting pretty creative. You know, I feel like if I had to interrogate a tick <laughs> for anything, then uh, I'd, I'd I'd have all the new and greatest and, and uh, exciting ways on on extracting information from a tick if that were a thing. But that is not a thing. What is a thing is today's episode, which we've got lined up with a. Very good friend of mine, near and dear friend of mine, one whom I call brother, one of the few that I call brother. We're going to get into some randomness with uh, Richard McCune, who, if you are not familiar, was one of the guests on the three-year anniversary live stream from Midgard Musings. That was live streamed a few weeks ago on the Midgard Musings YouTube channel. So if you want to see and hear about more from Richard, uh, head to the show notes of this episode – or just stick around because when we come back, we're gonna have some random ramblings. Not maybe just maybe not even all heathen related stuff, but it's definitely gonna be some, you know, random random ramblings for sure. Because uh, Richard is not a heathen, but he is one of the most heathen non heathens that I know. His his values, his uh, you know, uh, his his approach to life, his worldview, uh, tends to. Uh, kind of mirror or uh, have some similarities in things uh, or two things that uh, heathens, at least this particular heathen myself, have um, adopted. And he has been a part of our tribe's rituals, and he has shared in Sumble ritual and all kinds of great things to uh, tie weird with and establish weird with. So we're going to get into some fun, random discussions. I hope you guys are excited about this episode. Be sure to check the show notes um, along the way or at the end of this podcast for uh more information i've actually done a video with richard um before the the three-year anniversary thing that he was uh featured as a guest on so all that information is going to be up in the show notes and um 
yeah. So you guys sit back and enjoy the podcast with Richard McCune. And until we speak again, hail to you all. May your hearth fires continue to burn bright. Enjoy the podcast. We'll talk again soon. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast and supporting Midgard Musings and Random Heathen Ramblings here on the podcast and all the ways that you do. I did just want to call to your attention, in case you didn't know, that one of the many ways that you can support this podcast is by purchasing merchandise. And you can do that by going to MidgardMusingsStore.com. Okay, all the purchases that are made go to directly support the podcast um, and any of the other social media platforms that I distribute content on, which mainly include YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, so you guys and gals out there, please be sure to check out MidgardMusingsStore.com. You can get t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, and all other kinds of things in variety of sizes and colors. The styles uh, can cater to all types of folks, men, women, children, even infants. We've got some really cute uh, baby onesies that uh, you know vary in all different kinds of sizes. So make sure to head over to MidgardMusingStore.com. Check out what you got over there to get for yourself, your kids, your wife, your girlfriend, your husband, your boyfriend, your loved ones, your grandma, your grandpa, anybody in your life that you think would love to rock some awesome Midgard Musings merchandise. Check it out and get you something today. All right, folks. And here we are on the uh, Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, Midgard Musings. I am Jesse, as I mentioned before, and I've got joined with me, as I said before, my good friend, my uh, brother from another mother. Yeah, Richard McCune mother over there. Mother. Yeah. yeah, you know, and like I mentioned before, guys, uh, check the foot or the show notes rather of the uh, of the podcast. You'll see where uh, Richard was not just part of the uh, Midgard Musings three year celebration live stream. You were you were uh, rocking and rolling with a bunch of other cool guests on that live stream, and then we also did a video. Uh, sometime before that yeah yeah they're just yeah, we did and that one was was fun to do it kind of kind of put my i kind of kind of i never always talked to my faith and my beliefs with uh other people and also the the mm-hmm. public like that so that was kind of like a, te- a test of the water just kind of sticking yeah. my foot in the in the cold water for for a minute <laughs> yeah right and, uh, yeah just and, go in there like just jump in and, and see how it goes yeah and it i think it turned out pretty pretty good i think i think it was fun and mm-hmm. maybe hopefully uh some people found it a, a little bit insightful and so yeah I'm yeah i was down to do got, more now it got a so. lot of good yeah it got a lot of good uh Got a lot of good response. I think you know for those that listen to the podcast, maybe you missed it on the on the YouTube channel. The link for it will be in the show notes. So definitely make sure that you check it out because I want you guys to know a little bit about, um, you know what uh, what the whole bit is, what the whole deal is with uh, Richard and I. Richard's been, you know, a friend of mine now for gosh, like yeah, four. Five years, maybe something like that. I mean, we we yeah. met through like the 
so the Metalhead Alliance thing, and then yeah, and then uh, I think that was around 2015, and then uh, I think a couple years went by, and I was not in the band anymore, and and then uh, I we just you lived in Murfreesboro, I didn't know that, and then we just sort of started hanging out and and uh just became friends and mm-hmm. and uh it over time uh it just sort of developed it kind of developed in this big brotherhood uh, you know yep. between you and i and you know and i'm really grateful for, for it all you know for sure man uh yeah and that's the cool thing about it to, like the way i uh the friendships that i've developed over the years and i don't know if you can find any sort of comparison to this but like you know friends come and go um people that you've known over the years uh may not still be in your life now to this day you know that you met once before and then there's there's those certain constants you know they're those people that just regardless of like you could go like me and you man like i feel like you and i could go not that we ever would by planning it but like i feel like you and i could go uh years without talking to each other and then we'd reconnect and it'd be like we just pick up where we left off like that kind of connection with a human being in life is so rare i have like a a small handful of people there was a guy that um that i met in my youth when i was living in new york and he's from belarus Mm -hmm. and we became very good friends and then we lost connection not really lost connection but we never really stayed in touch for like right. a decade or more and then come to find out like he's living back in the states not only that but he's living in nashville now and we reca- and it's like man we just picked up where we left off you nice. know like it was like a decade and a half went by and or nearly and it was almost like we never stopped talking and i feel like you and i in the short time relatively speaking that we've gotten to mm-hmm. know each other that there's a there's that level of connection, you know, that if something were to happen and we just, you know, each other dropped off the face of the map, <laughs> yeah. we could re- like re- reconnect yeah. and pick right back up as though nothing had happened in between. And I feel like that's a truly rare and special yeah. connection. And, and uh, like I said, when we first met and started hang- hanging out, I, I, lived, I lived in Murfreesboro at the time yep. and, uh, you know, and, you know, and you lived there too. And, and then, um, you know, I met my fiance, uh, Charlie and, you know, we live in Lebanon now, but we still hang out regularly, even though it's not like, I mean, before you and I were hanging out like practically every weekend, it was like, like a, like a weekly thing. And, um, uh, and even though it's not a weekly thing, like it used to be, um, it's still, you know, when we get together, it's like we pick up where we left off and it's just mm-hmm. go. And, you know. And, um. I, yeah, I, I really think it's cool, too, because um, uh, like one of the things that if, uh, you know, anybody that's listening that watches uh, or listens to the content, head up, you know, to the show notes. Like I said, some of the stuff that like Richard and I have talked about um, is that we are two very different people when it comes to our you know, call it like religious views or, or spirituality, you know, me being a, a pagan of, of, you know, following kind of like a Germanic or Norse uh, view of things and you um, mm-hmm. having a sort of uh, 
And you, and you know, I think it's an interesting topic to talk about, Richard, because do you even right. have a label? Because like we've talked about like Enochian keys, yeah. Enochian magic. You're you're right. you don't necessarily uh, adhere to or adopt 100% everything of it. You just have yeah. a lot of the philosophies with that that you find valuable. But is it eclectic? Right. Is like I, I guess know, it's, uh, there's not a label to it. I guess the only really so for anybody um who wants to know uh i've uh you know i read the book of enoch and that um which is fascinating by the kinda, way kind of yeah that book uh kind of really helped me uh understand uh you know christianity a little bit more than than i had before and then and I met uh, had a former roommate who uh, definitely practices 100% of the time Enochian magic. And mm-hmm. um, that's like her thing. And, you know, and she showed me some things along the way. And she was kind of like a, a medium, per se. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then so she kind of helped get me a little bit into that somewhat. Um, but for a good while, uh, up until recently, I kind of got away from all that, uh, Enochian magic, uh, all those Enochian magic things and Mm -hmm. just sort of focused on, um, just philosophy and, uh, hearing to more like a world universal view of what I want to have my, as my own faith. Uh, I try not to adhere to any specific faith i just uh, i listen to things i read things and i adopt it into my own and so i guess i could call myself like a a universal pagan <laughs> or mm-hmm. a universal uh, heathen um, spiritualist yeah, yeah. I, I mentioned so, it earlier mm-hmm. on the podcast before you came on where like you're one of the guys you're one of the people in my life who like first of all uh brother you know what i mean Mm-hmm. Um, a, a friend and a brother. And and for those that listen and know me and the kind of approach that I have, um, I don't bestow familial titles um, on people, but all willy nilly. You know what I mean? Right. Like just because somebody believes in the gods, just because somebody's like, yeah, hail Odin. That, like that's not a ticket to familial uh, connections. You know, like it's, it's, it's a whole lot different in a, uh, you know the worldview of heathenry is is a whole lot different and and part of of learning heathenry is developing a worldview that is very unique and different than what a lot of folks may be brought up in like i mean i was brought up christian mm-hmm. my worldview for for you know a couple decades was built around that mentality and i mentioned in the in before when before you came on was is that you are one of the people who i think of as the most heathen non-heathen that i know um right because you've been a part of our rituals like you've been a part of some you've been a part of our like yule and and things like that and i and i love the fact that you know this is a prime example what i like to try to you know uh cultivate bring it yeah And, and i've even paid respect to your gods uh with the right. with the during Sumble and um, you know and things like that, like uh, when we do the 
um, oaths and you know and votes yeah. and uh, and all that I think stuff. We, yeah, yeah. I think it's a great example of how um, people of differing opinions on things can coexist amicably, peacefully, and actually, you know, to, beyond just amicably, right? Because you know you can be yeah. you can agree to disagree on a lot of things, but mm -hmm. like. I feel like a lot of what you and I have developed as a friendship and as a as a sort of extension of our families over the years has mm -hmm. uh, really cultivated a a holistic approach to spirituality and just being a decent human being, right? Because labels yeah. aside, um, I'm I'm mm -hmm. what I am and I follow what I do and you are what you are and follow what you do. At the end of the day, that doesn't stop us from being as close as we are. Uh, the barriers are not so cut in stone that we like there's nothing that i believe that you're like you know what i just can't even deal with that man and and right. vice versa right like we can not just get along but we can actually learn things from each other and that's what i would love to see right happen is that you know what you can wisdom is wisdom regardless of where it comes from and this is something that gets uh, mentioned in some of the icelandic sagas or the norse sagas it's it's you know wisdom is wisdom regardless of where you find it or where it comes from and that's a loose mm -hmm paraphrase of it but i think that with what like you richard like some of what you've talked about in the past is that energy is, yeah i mean it's just it is what it is and mm -hmm. it transcends labels and it transcends you know right because it's, just, it's all it's all uh you know it, energy is energy and yeah. it's uh it transcends any religion and right you know, and if you can understand that, then um, I think it helps with everything else that you believe in. Um, so it's what you put into the world and, you know, put into the universe will return to you in kind. You know, that those are like, to some people that may like, well, that's kind of a basic Buddhist uh, idea or concept, you know, but... Sure. Really, if you think about it, I mean, it's true. Uh, you know, everything you put into in your religion is, you know, comes back. And, you know, and everything I put into in my faith comes back. And, you know, you know, Christianity, there's prayer. You know, you want to hear, a, you know, like a response from, you're hoping that God will hear your prayer and you'll get a, a response. You know, that's putting your energies out into the world, no matter no matter how you cut it. And yeah, yeah. there's a yeah. lot of there's a lot of specific uh, nuances within heathenry that depending on your approach, right, you know, so for those that are listening, uh, when we talk about nuances and approaches to heathenry, you know, um, nobody can officially s s be in a position to tell you how to heathen. Um, unless, mm -hmm. uh, and there's a caveat to that, because there's certain approaches to heathenry that are very structured and are very um not dogmatic but that have a, a very like structured approach to it has to be this way for it in order in order for it to work all right i'm referring to some of like yeah. more like the reconstructionist historical reconstructionist types which i myself am not one of although a lot of what i uh, uh take away from my own practices um sits on a lot of the historical seats of like there there's 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 a sense of solidity when you look at a historical approach to things and we see this in a very mm. variety of cultures right 
with yeah. uh, religion and spirituality. You can look at, like, even if you wanted to go um, um, outside of heathenry and look at um, the Book of Enoch and Enochian keys and Enochian magic, like, it seems to hit within a certain um, group or certain demographic. I think, Richard, you can probably speak more to this uh, directly, but, like, the, the tr- I don't know if, it, if this is accurate, but if you want to say, like, quote-unquote, true Enochian beliefs or whatever it, it resides or, or or it comes back to africa or or ethiopia or somewhere in that region of of the world and yeah uh, maybe i don't know if you know anything or, or have any sort of insight that you want to speak to about that but like, so talk- so when it comes to the ethiopia thing you're you're talking about like um they practice a very strict christianity um down there Gotcha. Um, and it, it, I don't really know all about it, but I do know that they adhere to, they include the book of Enoch in their teachings. Um, yeah. So that is one of the only places in the world that um, uses that. Okay. Um, now, there are, might be a, a few places here in, in, in the United States where they might use a little bit of you know, the book of Enoch for like Sunday school or, um, mm. or just a little passage, you know, and, right. And, uh, but it's very looked down upon. It's not, uh, it's not canon used in study. Or... It's not, it, yeah, they yeah. don't consider it, uh, canon. Uh, sorry, Lucasfilm. Um, so, uh, <laughs> what are you even saying you know it's not in the, it's not in the king james bible what do you mean it's ca- ra, 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 ra. like and that's but the sand, thing I thought but i'll tell you like, what sand is canon sand is canon it gets everywhere <laughs> it gets everywhere <laughs> right but good point though because i feel that there is so much that um being raised as a christian myself right um and and the type of Christianity that I was brought in, brought up in, uh, sticks to the King James version of the the Bible, right? Um, mm-hmm. But man, oh man, like the gaps and the and the misses. Like if you were to, uh, for those that are listening, you know, I'll, I'll I'll try to include it in the show notes. Book of Enoch. There there's audible uh, readings of this like you yeah know, listen to it on youtube and stuff like i remember richard and i we, we sat here stood here whatever in my house one one night and we were streaming like this guy reading from the book of enoch and just on on, on my television honestly I when i first showed it when i first showed you we were drunk and i i thought i was going to bore you to death and no, but you oh, actually man. ended up really liking I, it and i was, was so i never absurd. seen you so engaged <laughs> for real i mean for real because i'm like dude some of the stuff that you remember from the way you were brought up in. And, and, and I, you know, look, the, the fact that um, so much of, of folks coming into heathenry are arriving into this path and carrying with them baggage from Christianity, right? Because look at how, look yeah. at how much Christianity has an has a influence on the world. That's just the facts. Like people come into this and other religions, I'm not just excluding or, or trying to, you know, keep out mm-hmm. any others, but like so many people are are, are coming coming from, uh, or coming into heathenry and, and and other alternative spiritual and religious views of things from Christianity, right? 
Mm-hmm. You guys listen to the book of Enoch, man, or read it yourself. And you're like, oh yeah, when I read Genesis, so when I read, you know, like some of these Old Testament scripts that we have that exist in, in English, it fits and it, or it fills rather, I should say so many gaps. And that's why I was so engaged. Cause I'm like, yeah, about that. And you, oh, wow. This, and, and you sit there and you wonder like, why in the hell was this left out? Why was mm-hmm. this excluded? And it bears the question or, or it brings about the question is the why, like, why was this excluded? Why was this left out? Mm-hmm. I think, and I'm of the opinion that it was because there was just too much good that like, People could run with this and take something beyond what the church at the time yeah. was trying to an agenda, as it were. Now that yeah, may be now that may be, you know, it's just some kind of like, you know. Because in folklore uh, there is theory. always this battle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and throughout folklore history, um, there's always this battle between good and evil. And so Yeah, we see that theme repeated. Why why not have that in the Bible? uh as a showcase for for the entire re- religion you know right um so when you read uh the the book of enoch and you take it all in um it, there's no mention of hell and uh yeah and without getting too involved that's just plain and simple uh there they, it really goes into way more detail than that um sure and but there's not uh, any mention of it at all whatsoever and and as a matter of fact um uh the book that i that i have the copy that i have uh the author was really good and he pulled uh different passage or quotes that uh enoch had said and then later found it in um in the new testament where Jesus made the same exact quote from Enoch, kind of alluding to the idea that maybe he, um, you know, respected Enoch or his teachings because Enoch was a prophet. Well, I think, you know, and I guess like when the, the, the background that I come from is because like, if you were to go to what existing uh, texts that we have, like if you were to go to the King James Bible, Old Testament, and you read about Enoch anywhere, it's passive. Like the mention of Enoch is like, yeah, he was so and so, and he uh, was a guy, and then he was a guy, and he walked with God, and then he was taken up, and then that was it. It's so passive. And then when you read the book of Enoch and you see the visions that he had, and then the the subsequent, um, the, the 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 angelic language and and the Enochian keys and all this kind of stuff like there is so much lore surrounding this guy that just got sort of written off as this like minor character in the Judaic Christian lore, you know, mm-hmm. and and I'm like why like there's so much left out that 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 fits like if you yeah it, the Book of Enoch kind of fits into some of the other you know writings that you find in modern day christianity texts and i'm like so and, it, yeah <laughs> where did it why like why would you and it, and it takes it it even takes it to a polytheistic rather than a monotheistic it, it, exactly. religion like, and like I it think, is today yeah, yeah and i think that and i think that again me being the sort of like thinker that i am i feel like it was it was um excluded from 
texts and things because mm-hmm. that's the approach. Mm-hmm. There was a there's a definite like no other gods before me law and everything in, in, in the Judeo Christian uh, sector of of, of yeah. things. You know, there shall be no other gods before me. It's it's Abrahamic law, this sort of thing. The Book of Enoch totally uh, discredits any of that because you're talking about a variety of angels, deities. There's this, you know, dynamic that uh, yeah. totally defies a monotheistic approach to to religion. Mm-hmm. So I think it's I think it's purely agenda based. <laughs> um, yeah. Why the Book of Probably. Enoch is excluded? It definitely because- it definitely raises those questions. You know. Yeah. I mean. I'm not going to be the the one to to answer that question. I really don't want to be that guy. <laughs> well, it's random. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I'm not yeah, that guy either. Yeah. But mm-hmm. hey, um, think about this. Sit on this for a little while. Let it marinate under your bum, and yeah. uh, and and think for yourself a little bit. Because you know, again, me being who I am and hearing what I heard and being where I'm from and doing what I do now, I start. Yeah. You know, two plus two equals six. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. and make it, common core math being the bitch that it is. Um, yeah. It's like, yeah, this this doesn't make sense. And why doesn't it make sense? Oh, OK, because you, you, you're you trying to pull a fast one on me. Right? You're trying to you're trying to you're trying to pull that. Uh, you're trying to pull that old. Uh, you're trying to pull the shocker on me over here without me knowing. You know oh. what I'm saying? You Man, know what I'm saying? You never that, expect the shocker. <laughs> that 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 yeah that, you know and it, the the proverbial shocker you know what I'm saying you mm-hmm. don't expect it but uh, yeah. speaking of speaking of things that we don't expect man um, <laughs> off off, <laughs> off off topic but a little bit on topic um, yeah out there listening uh, there's this thing that I I recently <laughs> came across and uh, we're gonna listen to it right now so. Um, Somewhere, uh, somewhere in a, and I'm not even going to say where, but I'm going to just go out on a limb and say probably somewhere in like Nebraska or somewhere in like uh, uh, Arkansas or somewhere in like, uh, what's another that one? That picture, uh, is he wearing a corn on his head? He's, like that's this, guy, this guy's got a, th- yeah, this guy's got a <laughs> corn hat on and he's probably at least 63, maybe 72. I don't know because, oh. you know, the dec- the decades after the golden years, um, you, you know, you, how many 50 year olds look like they're 70 and how many 70 year olds look like they're 50. Right. Um, we don't know this guy, this guy could be, this, this guy could be 47. This guy could be 93. We don't know, yeah. but he, but what we do know is that he's wearing a corn hat and, uh, what we're about to listen to yeah. is hog calling. Okay. And that's, a, that's an official term. I think if you were to, if you were to head over to the, uh, if you were to head over to like uh uh shoot i don't know man like, literally any barbecue like, contest <laughs> yeah any barbecue yeah if if you were to like you know get a poll of 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 people from any midwestern to to south eastern states of the united states and th- yeah. and there's probably a demographic that fits in all the world because you got people listening all over strap on your boots we're about to watch our people in action yeah. <laughs> exactly you're about to listen to some this is what it is you got hog calling right so people that need to ra- uh, rally up their their uh pigs yeah right? hog calling but it's a uh it goes heavy metal so this is the way it starts out you're gonna hear some you're gonna hear some people on a microphone uh, <laughs> displaying their hog calling skills uh, right. 
and they're going to be there's going to be a backing track with some heavy metal guitars, some the gent, some gent, some 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 chugga chugga, some riffy riffy, you know, some of all that. So this is what it sounds like. Here's what here's what we got to start off. <laughs> right. The first the first guy that starts off, he's he's like I say, he's wearing a corn hat. But here 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 we go. <laughs> All right. Hold on a second. Just hold hold the hold the phone, right? Um because the the enthusiasm, right? First of all, this man's all about calling them pigs. Piggy, yeah. piggy, piggy. But th- does this not just like Richard, you know, like doesn't this like have some like major like flummox vibes? Yeah. Uh, right? Especially uh yeah. The, the bass lines, the buka, buka. it's like Mr. Bungle meets yeah. Primus meets Flummox, and they all had an orgy, and they and they they shot out, and they put this guy this. on vocals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. This guy is is all about it, man. And and you got the the the, 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 the bass lines, you know, just. Look. He says, Frank, Frankie, <laughs> the pig's got a name. Oh, you know? man, like, we're getting to the pit. <laughs> he, it, look, it, when you start calling the pig by name, you, you better be ready to, to like throw some elbow. Throw down. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Here. He's calling you out. He, he said, I think I see him. He's right there. <laughs> Here comes Frank, y'all. <laughs> Frank. We know the pig's name is Frank because he's got that, he, he's got that, uh, he's got that waltz, he's got that swanter, you know, Frank the pig, you yeah. know, he, he he doesn't just answer to that to that scream to that call, he he he, he swanters on up here, like he he's owns like walking the, like walking down the catwalk, he's he's like that the, bitch. on the on the catwalk, he he's he's that bitch, yeah, he's he, do that he, little turn on the catwalk for for, for real. Right. Here we go, and then and then here comes the here comes the the here comes the I don't know the the coup de gras. It's a two oh, minute nice. long thing, but here here we go. Ready? Come on, pig. Come on, pig. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> He's all like. Orr. I mean, just yeah. I can't even do it, but man, this guy's dedicated. And let me tell you, this guy, this guy that you guys can't see because you're listening, this guy has got the wraparound shades, like he's Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s, like the 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 nut that came from Dale Earnhardt, exemplified yeah. in a human being, like the wraparound shades, the. The, the 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 trimmed bowl cut the collared polo he's, he's got he, he's got he's got that you know alabama tan going on where he's got more red on his skin mm-hmm. than anything because of that you know so many rolls i've been likes to roll tide i mean he, he does to roll tide he he, yeah. he rolls all the tides but listen to that look at listen to that pig squeal yeah i mean he could he could be in a grindcore band today yeah called, he called, cannibal called, courts <laughs> cannibal he, corns 
cannibal, you know, he could be, he could be in a grindcore band called, I don't know, just, you know, uh, diaper Stewie. explosion or something. Yeah. Just, just sewage explosage or some, yeah. some ridiculous name. Like he's, he's got the grindcore inhale pig squeals going on legit with his, with his collared polo and his, and his, you know, it's, it's, it's middle of May. It's the beginning of June. I got a sunburn because I've been stuck in the house for six Jesse, to eight months. Yeah. I have an idea. We need to have our own Tennessee heathenry uh, hog calling contest oh, man. on your, on, on one of your, uh, on one of your next pot future oh, podcasts. Yeah. It, this is, this is a call to action. Anybody that's yeah. in see that thinks they can do better than this. Listen to listen to the listen to the rest of this. He's a right. He yeah. didn't he doesn't have the longevity though. He was no. like, I can do it, but he doesn't have the he doesn't have the, the stamina. He's just like, I'm done, I'm out. That's all he needs. Here we go with uh Sue with the white t-shirt, freaking, you know, receding hairline. Mm-hmm. You know, 43 year old. I just, you know, paid off my Ford F-150 yeah. haircut, you know, loving life here in, 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 in Tulsa, Oklahoma, looking self, right? <laughs> with, with, with the Sue, you know? Oh, man. Oh, here we go. Now we're getting into now we're getting to the snorts. Now we're getting yeah. now these people like I'm trying to connect with the animal. I'm trying to. They're get, getting swampy. They're getting swampy. They, they are. They're getting they're getting yeah. chuggy and they're getting swampy. They're 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 touching on that nasal, yeah stuff, man. They're they're hitting the nasal passages, man. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, we doing some of them in here. Here we go. Oh man. Okay. Now, now hold on a minute because now, <laughs> now we're about to get into now we're getting into the cream of the crop. And when I say cream, I'm talking like cream corn. Okay. I'm talking about I'm talking about some some thick old gravy corn. Okay. All right. Yeah. Some some slop. You know how you now anybody slop. out here that knows about feeding pigs, right? You gotta go. You gotta go out and slop the pigs, right? Yeah. This is this is some slop right here. Everything that we've heard up to this point is leading to the point. Okay. This is what we got going on right here. This is this is this is that probably as best as it gets. Check this out. Right. Okay. I'm gonna look this 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 old broad right here. This yeah. this old broad is like straight up from you know. It's like down home, like you know that song "Sweet Home Alabama." Yeah, it, it, this, this old broad right here. This is sweet home Nebraska, man, because she's she's getting into it. Not only is she like doing the voice <laughs> and everything, but like she's like embracing the 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 behavior, man. Like she's getting all like like she's getting feral she's with putting it, her man. body into it. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah she's she's getting she's, she's putting she's that dedicated. ass into it. She's like uh, yeah for real. Like she's like I'm gonna win this hog calling contest by golly, like. <laughs> Yeah, like, like the King Diamond look, of uh, Look, man, she was cupping the mic. That you guys can't see it, but like, she was like cupping the mic. 
like right. both hands, not just one hand cupping the mic. She was like both hands cupping the mic. She's like, going she on wants to get that core. volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deathcore, pig squealing, hog calling, uh, legit. Oh man. Nebraska, you should be proud. Yeah. Because because this old gal right here, man, she's bringing it home. You guys won the trophy for this for sure. Single and ready to mingle on on Tinder. <laughs> Farmersonly.com ain't got nothing on this old gal. Oh, what the look, fuck? She said she said I'm about, she said about to get dirty. Say it, put it do it again. <laughs> wait, wait. Hold on. What'd she say? Hold on. Let me back up. Wait. I like to get dirty. Get dirty. <laughs> oh, God, I like yeah. to get dirty, man. <laughs> Roll around nice. in the mud. She ain't scared. <laughs> yeah. That's how bad. That's how. That's how bad Nebraska wants this trophy. Oh man, she went there. She went. <laughs> that's all, folks. She went. She went. Porky Pig. You know what? Yeah. That's it. That's it. If if, if she wins, if, yeah, that's it. You you can't end it with with a Porky Pig catchphrase and not win the hog calling contest of whatever this was, wherever this was. Like that's gonna, it. I, Solid gonna, win. I definitely this definitely makes me want to do a uh, yeah a contest of, of our own. Like <laughs> like we need to do this. Like what do I got to do, man? What do we got to do? Like <laughs> what do we got to do? I'm 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 a bit. Uh, I'm, I'm flabbergasted by the fact that this sort of thing exists. And this just kind of goes to show you, right, folks, when we talk about random heathen ramblings, like this is the kind of randomness that happens, man. man we, we, I, just, I, we just listen to just some, some, some I, people. Yeah. I don't even so know like, what the prize is. Like who, like, who, <laughs> first of all, like, what do you win? What do you, yeah. it's, it's a hog calling contest, which means yeah. there's a prize, which means people so, like, so I, I, I got to talk about this thing that you and I talked about before, uh, before yes, we please. went on the air. Uh, so years and years ago, when I was just a little dick, I was on, I was involved in a Miss Piggy contest in Jackson, Tennessee. And oh, man. it ha- was like, did we just listen to you? Late eighties, early nineties. <laughs> oh, okay. And it was my mother and I. And it was a Miss Piggy and Junior uh, kind of thing. And we did like a bunch of lines exchanged uh, that was like scripted. And then we went into this song and we danced to Rolling on a River, the Tina Turner version. The I Can oh, Tina man. version. Oh, man. And, oh, man. Um, yeah, it was pure gold. And everything else that I have on this video is pure gold because before the Miss Piggy uh, contest, there was a Hong Kong contest and there was a guy who sounded just like Axl Rose. And if we can do a video to that guy and welcome to the jungle, it'd be perfect. (laughs) And you know what you're going to have to do now, right? You're going to have to, you're going to have to touch base again with me with that and we're going to need to at least let the listeners hear this because when you start talking about a miss piggy and junior 
thing in Jackson, Tennessee, and in that it was an actual hog hauling contest, and that there was a guy that sounded like Axl Rose. I mean, come on. Like, the people want to hear it. The people got to know. They gotta I got to know. I got to know. And you know? also, in the video, like, throughout the video, my uncle was in it, and he had just gotten back from Iraq during the, uh, during the Desert Storm. Yeah. And so this was, like, 1992-ish, and he, ha- he was wearing the garb from, like, the Middle East, from, like, Saudi Arabia. He had, like, uh, the he had the headdress on and, and everything. Okay, and he was going around Looking like saying a sheik. that he, yeah, he was he was saying like I'm the sheik, and was distracting all the judges. And during this uh, barbecue contest, and he's going like hey, and just doing the <laughs> and just like saying a bunch of just random gibberish, you know? Yeah, and there was and next to him was these were these like. He, very redneck um, barbecue competitor that had well, like the, the, they had the Confederate flag up and so everything. This is in they Jackson, the non- Tennessee, right? Yeah, yeah. This yeah is like I'm a direct, I'm a direct descendant of of yeah of the, the, the so Ku they Klux had clan. Or so behind, yeah. so in this video, there's a scene where he's talking and yammering, and right behind him are these redneck guys that had like the Confederate flag and everything, and it was draped. <laughs> down like behind him and everything and he's just carrying on yammering doing that and these guys are like coming up behind him giving these weird looks of like i'm gonna get you boy and it was welcome to tennessee the whole the whole video is like from start to finish just pure gold but like i'll definitely trim it down to where uh i could send you the miss pigging junior and the hall calling contest yeah and yeah and Maybe we can do something with that. I can come back on and yeah. we can joke about it. <laughs> yeah, man. Yes. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's let's have that. And that's the thing, right? Like, I, like for those that are listening, like you're missing out on the visual aspects of it. But come on, like, how do you? How do you, like? Even if you're just like driving down the road right now, you're heading to work, you're coming back from work, you're doing whatever, you're you're making breakfast for the kids, whatever. You know, we got people listening all over the world. Whenever this comes out, you guys are listening to just pure random heathen rambling gold. Um, yeah. And that sounds like it's right up the alley. So, yeah, we, we definitely got to have you back on for that. Everybody that that wants to hear more about it, uh, upvote the uh, podcast episode. Uh, call me on the hotline, 615-671-9832 on the Midgard Musings hotline. Shoot me a voice message on the Anchor app, whatever. Just let me know, like, let's let's do this man like we want to hear oh, more yeah. of this type of stuff because this is this is fun uh speaking of fun, oh, yeah yes um i've got another kind of weird one you guys know um about uh aha right the take on me take yeah. me on like that whole thing from like the 80s whatever right yeah. If if yeah, any people out there that are good with like mixing and stuff, you can you can mix that with like the the, the hog calling thing and probably make a, a pretty uh, pretty epic track or whatever. But um, this is a um, <laughs> this is the track without music, and it's only about a minute and twenty five seconds long, minute and a half tops. 
But this is the track without music, right? So here we go. Uh, start over. She's sitting here looking at the. Thanks. Thanks for the coffee, right? Looking at the looking at the newspaper article. She's interested. Here comes a hand out of the newspaper, right? There's no music. She grabs the hand. She gets sucked into the newspaper. Take on me. Take me. <laughs> Just the bad, the bad. Just the bad, like drum, drum track, like the snare. And yeah. With, you're just like you're so, here, but there's no there's no real rhythm to anything. You're just like kind of in this like. So remember weird... when remember when they used to do like Kiss shreds and all the yes. the shreds videos. Yeah, this, this yeah. is kind of like that. It's kind of <laughs> like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like tonk tonk snare, <laughs> just slamming on the snare. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> he says, shut up. Like, <laughs> oh, hold on. I gotta, st- I gotta pause for just a second, just because of the. Hold on, let me let me back up because I'm losing it. Wait. Shut up. <laughs> without any music, without any context, right? You just—it's like there's this chaos that's going on, and you're stuck in this newspaper world. <laughs> right. <laughs> The the cat's like, excuse me. (laughs) He's back in the real world. It's like, help. (laughs) Newspaper versus real selfie. He's struggling to get get between the realms, man. I'm stuck in the newspaper realm. I'm trying to get back to the real world. (laughs) Dude looking like he's the the wish version of Patrick Swayze. Yeah. (laughs) The wish version. With a mullet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that was it. Oh, he's passing so good. That was it. That's great. I'm sorry, man. But like that was like... (laughs) That video just transitioned into an Uncle Roger video, whatever you guys listen to. But like, man, like the guy was just. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry for I'm sorry for that level of randomness because it seems to go off on some sort of weird level of things, man. But uh, oh that's, yeah, let's let, let's let's get weird, right? Let's let let's get weird. Why not? Yeah, 
I told you I'd oil, oil up myself this is, today this is before what, this I came is, on air, and I did it. All greasy yeah. and stuff. This, see, this is what happens when you got a, a pagans, uh, Norse pagans and uh, Enochian folks mixing mixing weird or, or tying weird together. You get, you know, hog calling videos and, and, and aha videos for Take On Me without music. That's what you get. <laughs> and the, you, uh, you, you got a dick to come on the podcast. I mean, yeah. The, the, you know, if, if anybody wanted what? to, or, or not, if anybody was like, ah, oh, this, this, you know, unsolicited dick pics, yeah. right? That's an unfortunate But I was solicited. Thing. But I solicited this one. You yeah, solicited exactly. a dick. And, and the solicitation on the was, air. Uh, yeah, unspoken, yeah. unheard of sort of uh, what? behavior. What? How, but, how yeah. dare you? How dare you? How, how dare we? How dare we? <laughs> Man, that's yeah. great. That 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 is some the the metal hog calling. I didn't know that was a thing right now on YouTube. But then again, it's the internet, so <laughs> it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna add it to the show notes because I found it on Facebook. I you know for any listeners that don't get into Facebook, which is probably a very niche group. Um, I'm sorry, but you heard it here first mm-hmm. yeah uh, maybe not first but you heard it here so you know you just look up hog calling goes metal online and and and, and i'm almost guaranteed to say that there probably exists some sort of like subreddit thread or something somewhere if you're not on facebook or whatever it'll be linked in the in the uh show notes of the, of the podcast if you want to go and listen to the whole thing but um and I'm sure there's yeah. got to be more videos. There's got to be more. There's got to be more platforms where it's <laughs> it's out there. But I, <laughs> man, that last one though, I'm sorry yeah. that I lost it so bad. Where it's like, shut up, and it's just absolute chaos. Where there's like <laughs> the lady screaming and the cat's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, and the I and the and the the sound of like paper crumbling as he's coming yeah. out. This is no the context. most annoying sound ever. Yeah, let me just let me just chew some noodles in your ear, you know, like crumble up some, some styrofoam. Chew. Yes, yeah, like the most just abrasive sounds that you can possibly ASMR. Be damned, mm-hmm. you know. You just yeah. What's the most annoying sound in the world? Like, oh, you got you got you got uh, nails on a chalkboard. Oh no no, there. I've got some newspaper crumbling or i got some uh uh you know cats yammering or whatever into it yeah, yeah it's just and a, and a lady occasionally going mm. right she was satisfied it sounded like she was satisfied right like, she's like like satisfied just, with the mm. annoying sounds yeah like, <laughs> let's get more of that mm. so speaking of ladies and being satisfied oh um the, the random stanza from the Havamal that we have selected today. Okay. Um, yeah, a bit on those lines, right? So uh, on those lines, but off those lines, there's a, there's a bit of a twist to this, uh, this sort of thing. As everybody knows that listens to the podcast, we do a uh, random stanza from the Havamal uh, discussion uh, or talking about, and it's usually just me like picking random stanza and then it's offered my own thing but now that we've got the illustrious richard mccune on here to uh to hear 
the dialogue, we're going to get an outsider's or an external opinion of it. Um, so this is the uh, 91st stanza, stanza 91 from the Havamal. And I read from various translations of the Havamal. Usually they all tie in. They usually all mean roughly the same thing. It's just the verbiage or, or how it's delivered. So we've got uh, Auden and Taylor, the Hollander, uh, Auden and Taylor translation, Hollander translation, Thorpe, Ray, Terry Bellows, and Jackson Crawford. So there's going to be like seven different translations that we hear from. Okay. And then we're going to talk about it for just a little bit. So uh, I'll start with the Auden and Taylor translation, and this is stanza 91 from the Havamal, which says, naked I may speak now, for I know both. Men are treacherous too. Fairest we speak when falsest we think. Many a maid is deceived. Uh, the Hollander translation reads, heed my words now, for I know them both. Mains, mains weren't our men to women. We speak most fair when most foul our thoughts for what wiles the wearest wits. Terry uh, translation reads, believe what I say, I know them both. Men don't keep faith with women. We speak fair words when we think most falsely to be wilder the wits of the wise. Uh, the Thorpe translation reads, openly, I now speak because I both sexes know. Unstable are men's minds towards women. Tis then we speak most fair when we most falsely think. That deceives even cautious. Uh, Bellows reads, clear now will I speak for I know them both. Men false to women are found when fairest we speak. And falsest, falsest we think against wisdom, we work with deceit. The Oliver Bray translation is actually stanza 89, which is a couple of stanzas off. We see this theme repeated in the Havamal numerous times. Um, but the, the, the sentiment is similar. Now plainly I speak, since both I have seen, unfaithful is man to maid. We speak them fairest when thoughts are falsest and file the wisest of hearts. And then to finish it up is the Jackson Crawford version of this stanza as found in the Wanderer's Hovamal. And his translation reads, I'll speak plainly now since I know both men and women. Men lie to women. We speak most eloquently when we tell the biggest lies and seduce even wise women with lies. Now, um, the, again, the theme across seven different translations of the same stanza pretty much deliver a common idea, right? And right. I think it's interesting to, to note that, uh, you know, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to 
the battle of the sexes, as it were, right? A lot mm -hmm. of the disdain or a lot of the uh, a lot of the feedback comes from like, ah, oh, you ladies, you know, y'all bunch of hoes, y'all bunch, you know what I'm saying? Like they 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 it, the the feminine tends to get a the the largest flack brought on them, you know. Right. Um, but I feel like you know what we're hearing here is that uh, you know you you know we, we if you were to read the 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 surrounding stanzas that precede this one, you're going to hear a lot of disdain being brought on the women or brought on the ladies because of the context around it. Odin at this time uh, of the of the stanzas of the Havamal was like oh, this bitch, you know. She was being a certain way, and, I, and you know, he's, 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 it's like there's this vocalization of the disdain towards women and how they're mm -hmm. not to be trusted because they, you know, their, 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 their hearts are, are, are woven on threads of, you know, like they're, they're, there's so much like allegory tied to like symbology and things. But yet in this stanza, we hear that, you know what, men are just as bad at times because we tend to speak a good game. We want to, um, when appealing to the women folk or, or, or to those that we want to impress, right? I'm the bravest, I'm the strongest, I'm the wisest, I'm the richest, I'm the dashing, I'm the daring, I'm the, I'm the bestest, I'm the greatest, you know? Um, speak mad game, right? Mm -hmm. And then when it comes down to it, uh, there, there's not a whole lot left there. And there's there's things to be learned, I think, from both masculine and the feminine it's not until after you have won the heart of that individual that you really truly know things about them and that takes time i feel you know um so for those i feel that think that the themes of the hovamal tend to degrade or, or or speak down to uh, the feminine or or women folk or whatever um there's there's recognition here that men are as equally uh, detestable <laughs> at times. Yeah. Um, you can be some we, we we can be some real a holes. You know what I mean, man? Like yeah, um, we can. <laughs> and uh, it's it's not just the fact that you know women are this, women are that. There's you know the, the separation between genders or the or the definition between genders at the time was. Uh, something different but you know especially now in today's society the traditions of courting are so much uh, different yeah they are aren't they though like they, they, you know that was something i was gonna maybe touch on you know yeah. and because you know if this was said out loud and you know, in public, you know, on a which it kind of way, is right now. This is kind we're, of is right now. We're saying this out loud in public, right? Now. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, man, get me. <laughs> but um, um, like, like if I if you were saying this in in front of uh, a large group of women, it would probably be taken and in a different way you know be. um because society 
uh, norms have changed over the years. You know, women, uh, you know, women's roles have changed. You know, there's really strong women out there, uh, you know, who work hard and get paid just as well as men do. And, um, you know, women who take, uh, who are single mothers and take care of, yeah. you know, two, three, sometimes three kids. And, um, so it can be now, I think they can, sorry. Yeah. Like, I think like, you know, when, when we talk about like the role of, of women and, and the role of, of the feminine nowadays, we we're, we're like the, the, the positive things that you're talking about, like women can, can, uh, in, in the professional sector or in like, you know, you can earn as much as a man or you can, you know, they're doing all these things, you know, single mothers, raising children, stuff like that. To me, mm-hmm. that speaks to the power and the strength that inherently is there in the feminine, in women folk. Um, so much of modern society, at least in American society, has placed this, I think, unnecessary uh, exaltation on men like yes there are things that uh i feel in, in in certain societies men are positioned to do and that are that are more equipped to do but it's not to it's not it's not in the it's not to the content or the the uh it's not the extent i should say it's not to the extent of like women can't do it. it's that everyone has a role in society everyone has an important role and the women and the feminine have an, such a strong and important role in society and in, and in the family unit, especially that, like when you're talking about, um, you know, the challenges of, of providing for a home and raising children and all these sort of things, the strength that women inherently are given, mm-hmm. uh, I feel as is, is underappreciated and underwhelmed in, in modern society. Like it's a, maybe not underwhelmed, but underappreciated, like, this whole thing just kind of sheds a light on the treachery or the, or the diabolicalness of, yeah. of, of men uh, trying to impress women. Like, Oh, I'm a man. I do this. I do that. Her, her, look at me. But and uh, we see I it think... now more in modern society where it's like, there's yeah. that, that those lines are, are, you know, maybe not so quite. But I also got the first, uh, that first part that you read, uh, I kind of took in a, I kind of took both in, in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, when he's especially the fir- the very first one translation that you read, the very very first one, um, where man stands naked, um, naked I may speak I, now for I know I may, both. Yeah. Right. So um, when I hear that message, like that's a very like here I am. Um, Bearing it all. I'm vulnerable Mm. and speaking the truth uh, because when I don't, um, it's very obvious. You know, you can take that as well. You know, like um, I think when men tell the truth, uh, we are bearing it all. And when we lie, it is. Uh, I, I lie very poorly. <laughs> uh, I, I'm willing. That is something I am totally afraid, totally uh, willing to admit. Um, right. So when I 
when I speak and and talk to people, uh, I come from an honest place, and that and so it, I'm I, I may look at, come across as you know a little vulnerable, um, and that's very common uh, amongst men today. You know, is because um, with every with every positive, there is unfortunately a negative. And two sides to every coin. Yeah. And, you know, um, so there's always going to be, you know, uh, a person out there who does not like men, you know, and people who are very feminist uh, have different uh, feminist viewpoints and use it to. Uh, use it in a negative way rather than in a positive way and um, take advantage of that vulnerability and uh, we see that like all the time Um, and it happens to a lot of people on a personal level Um, you know it's happened to me I'm sure it's happened to you Um, it's because we barrel you know um, yeah i think there's i think there's a lot of uh uh i think with this stanza you know like it's it's hitting on it's hitting a nerve that is again if you were to take it in context with stanzas that appear before this it's like mm-hmm. it's hitting on the women folk like it's it's women are this women are that can't trust them their their, their emotions are, are woven on threads they're they're blah 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 and then all of a sudden you got this one that's just like oh yeah and by the way guys you're not exempt. You also can be a bunch of a-holes because you want to talk a big game. You want to, you want to enamor the the women or whatever, you know, so genders aside, roles aside, um, Mm -hmm. this, I think this stanza particularly um, really speaks to the uh, um, accountability of humanity, right? So like, regardless of, woman regardless of a man or how how one would identify um there are things that are just inherently human nature that can sometimes and, and quite often be um detrimental to the development of a relationship we live in a, such a progressive time nowadays yeah. where roles are a little bit muddled or, or identities and, and stuff there the, the lines are not quite so clearly defined and i'm not in any position um, and I don't promote anything mm-hmm. on this platform to be in, in you know, one side, left or right, uh, one side or the other role. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I feel like yeah. this, this just kind of encompasses and embraces the fact that um, nobody is, uh, in modern times at least, you know, uh, society was flawed thousands of years ago. And you got to mm-hmm. think and, and take into context where these writings and where these stanzas come from was in a society that was, you know, a thousand, twelve hundred, whatever years old. Society mm-hmm. was way different back then. And now we're applying these teachings, these, these, these thoughts, these ideas into modern time. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't stand guiltless ladies and gentlemen, you know, boys and girls and non-binary, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like it's, it's right. all out there. And uh, you know, people just can inherently, people can, can just be some real pricks at times. Um, and um, I think that another thing you could maybe take from this message is, you know, t- to be honest with your with your loved one, um, 
because they they will always know when you're lying, you know, or not, or not being honest. Um, This is true. uh, So I guess if you want to take a modern approach to this message, um, that's where I would take it, you know? Right. I mean, you can try to break it down and this and this, like we were doing, but it really, at the end of the day, that's, um, I think this is what that message means to us, you know, today, you know? Yeah. No, I like <clears throat> the analysis and I like the breakdown of it, um, as, as shared from two different people that have two different approaches to life that have two different seemingly uh, different (laughs) worldviews on life. And yet we can find a common ground and agree on so many things. So I think the, one of the big takeaways from it is that out of all the randomness, out of all the the thing, like Mm -hmm. here's a, here's a living, breathing example for those that are listening that, uh, you know, you don't have to be so uh, restricted in your approach to things and you don't have to be so restrictive in your inclusion with things, you know? Yeah. Then even if you, you know, if you're, you know, if you follow this Norse heathenry, uh, Germanic paganism uh, type of path, it doesn't mean you're restricted to only friends who are follow that, that specific path. I mean, you, you can talk to anybody about anything, um, you know, when you have a good friendship, uh, you know, that's, those are the what makes friendship good and lasting is uh, being able to, you know, have this relationship, you know, where we can talk or two different paths and, but yet we can come together and cross and share ideas, you know, uh, it's, where, it's pretty where rare. It's pretty rare, but I mean, it doesn't mean it can happen more, can't happen more often. I mean, you just got to, trust yourself and put yourself out there into the universe and, you know, and universal responding kind, you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, for a long time I was, you know, living in, in uh, Murfreesboro. I lived in Murfreesboro for good many years since 2004. And, mm-hmm. um, and before I, I never had, I've had a few acquaintances here and there hit and miss, but like not a really good solid friend. Um, just outside of the people that I small circle, I really knew. And, and, uh, I kind of was wanting that I was putting myself out there that I really wanted that. And, uh, and it happened, you know? Um, Yeah. Yeah, man, this is this is a super fun episode. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> I hope I hope everybody that's listened to it has uh, or, or will, you know, find uh, find some value to it because I've had a great time and I appreciate you, Richard, taking the time to uh, to be a part of it. You know, always. Um, and you're always welcome here. Um, you are, and you I'm always know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh but, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and, I, and I'm always... Yeah. And I'm always willing to uh, talk about about my beliefs uh, as long as people want to want to hear it. Um, yeah. You know, 
So I think it'd be a fun thing to do some more stuff about that, you know, um, in, in go a little deeper. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> Cause again, these are random heathen ramblings. And so we get as random as you've heard it tonight um, and more things to come. So um, for everybody that's listening, thank you so much. Be sure to check the show notes of the podcast to uh, follow along with the videos that I've done with Richard, including the the live stream and, and the separate video that, that him and I have done. Um, I'll be sure to include uh, YouTube links for the Book of Enoch, because like I said, if you're interested and if you're intrigued, um, you guys, it, it's a good time. It's, it's, it's great stuff. Um, so I definitely encourage everybody to check it out. So I do want to thank everybody for listening. Be sure to check out all the links that I've talked about uh, throughout the podcast already. Link tree link that's posted in the show notes. Support Midgard Musings in any way you can. Um, thank you, Richard, for, for being on the podcast tonight. It's been awesome. Always. Always. Um, yeah. And for everybody else out there, you know, like I mentioned before, you know, stay safe. Um, and I will talk to you all in the next podcast. And until next time, hail and may your hearth fires continue to always burn bright. All right.